Hello, my friends, and welcome to Beyond. The conversation today is one in what will be a series of explorations with my dear friend, Jesse Johnson. As we learn to share our heartfelt reflections, as we learn to share, as we embark on what we consider long overdue, we have been trying to get our voices out into the world to share with you these courageous and hopefully meaningful discussions and thoughts and reflections that we are having that we want to, I think, we believe are meaningful. So our focus in this particular connection begins with the awareness that there is so much war happening in the world, that there is war in Russia and Ukraine and um, and abroad, other places, many other places. And there's also war happening within ourselves and this just consistent war that we're in with wanting to fight with one another. Jesse and I just so passionately believe that there is another way. There has to be another way. There has to be a way for us to create a different paradigm, a way of, let's, toward, let's say, towards love and care and connection. And so expect to wonder today about how to engage the power of conflict to generate this connection, to generate collaboration and expand community, the idea of conflict being connective, about how we come together in these times, not tear apart, about how to heal the war inside of ourselves, where we are at war and fighting ourselves, about what happens beyond the paradigm of destruction and this whole concept of like being on the moral high ground, which justifies all kinds of crazy, horrible things. Everyone thinks they're right. And so then it justifies all kinds of crazy actions. We talk about how we invite in and anchor the energy of aliveness, of peace and connection, and sort of like an orchestra conductor, offer the idea of energy coming into the world, being an anchor of beautiful, powerful, loving energy coming into the world. And in so doing, how to find our way to bigger questions, different perspectives, and taking ownership on the path beyond status quo, beyond this normal, regular paradigm that is not working. This territory is super important because we are lured constantly in this culture into fighting. We easily use it to define our identity, like I am this, or I am that, and you are with me, or you are against me, and then we other people. It's really dangerous. We are just swimming in the waters and breathing the air of being on the right side of the fight, always. Our movies, our news, our politics all ask us to choose sides. Jesse and I, Jesse and I are just so committed and want to offer ways to accept the poet Rumi's invitation. Out beyond doing right and doing wrong. Out beyond right and wrong. Out beyond right and left. Out beyond all the fighting. There is a field. There is a path. There's a swimming hole. Let's meet there. Let's explore there. Let's dance together there. Let's be willing to hang out there. And hopefully, hopefully, you'll want to join us for this dance, for the laughter, for the playfulness, for the beautiful discomfort this field out beyond offers. So yeah, today is really, really cool. It's a great conversation and it's an important one. And I hope you enjoy this episode of the Beyond Podcast, Real Conversations with My Friends. And we can invite ourselves just to like take a breath, come out of that 
like have to create something out of thin air mentality and just let yeah. our, our brains release. Yeah. And at the same time, it sounds like, you know, maybe hold the global vibration of, of fear and suffering and confusion in our hearts for a moment and just see what arises. I think that one thing that comes is just a continual prayer and blessing for the end to all wars. Mm -hmm. For me, at least, that's a place of certainly sending love and care to Russia and Ukraine and all the people and all the players involved and all the lives that are displaced and impacted because of this. And then also all the wars that are being fought or being waged in other, in other kinds of ways, whether that be personally inside of ourselves or with people we love or our family or people we spend time with. And then awareness also of the, what I would call the war on the natural world that occurs just by our sort of unconscious presence or unconscious use of resource and the impact that, that we have on the world through our actions and unconscious taking of, of, of resource. I would offer the prayer of healing all those places that when we're able to heal that in ourselves and awaken and be present with those conscious and unconscious places in us that are feeling the need to be right, feeling the impact of anger, frustration, or trying to put ourselves above other, again, consciously or unconsciously, that May all those places be healed in me and so that they may be healed and that we may, I may anchor in this time, the consciousness and awareness of care and love and presence. Thank you. Yeah. How would you differentiate war from conflict? Well, I think that con- there's a there's a part of conflict that's really healthy and important. And that it and that it you know, that we don't always have to agree on everything, but that there has, there's gotta be something in there of, maybe I would go with like, you know, war is like trying to have power over someone or something. 
and conflict is somehow asserting my own sovereignty and honoring it. There's sovereignty inside of me and that there would be sovereignty inside of you that would be grounded and healthy. And I think the healthy expression of that versus a, a shadow expression of that or a unhealthy expression of that. Um, like I'm aware of the importance of conflict. There's a lot of energy and growth in there. There's something about the like moral high ground or, or feeling like, um, you know, I can, I can do whatever I want to do because I have the power to do so. Yeah. Power by force. Yeah. How about for you? Excuse me. Yeah. seems like there's conflict could be like war could be a subset of conflict that specifically denotes power by force and the use of lives for alternate agenda. And I think fundamentally conflict, I'd like to, I'd like people and myself to view conflict as a vehicle for um, transformation. Mm -hmm. When I, when I deal with conflict with couples or with, you know, in my partnership or with friends and family, I want it to be a vehicle of understanding and clarity and then ultimately intimacy connection. Yeah. And, and that word is used oftentimes flippantly, you know, like people call wars conflict. And so I just, as it, it came to me, as you were speaking that, you're really you're really speaking to a very specific type of conflict when you say wars there's a there's a warring part of us and i really connect with that righteousness for myself as being a root of that war energy that like i'm going to dominate you and there's nothing else i can see in this moment the relationship vanishes because i need to be right it's like the agenda gets kind of erased or 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 push to the fringe, the, the agenda of humanity, the agenda of connection. Mm-hmm. That feels like the, that feels like the root of it in some way of, is there a desire for deeper connection? That, that if we can use conflict as a way to understand one another, then as a way to deepen our connection, you know, even having the intention of deepening our connection and allowing ourselves to be in conflict in you know, if, if I'm bringing my beautiful, unique perspective and you are bringing yours and we're, and, and our aim is to connect and to understand and to meet somehow, you know, to deepen our, to deepen our, our knowing of each other or our understanding of a situation that feels nourishing, like that feels generative, that feels desirable even yeah and it's i can't, stri- can't claim that i'm good at it but but yeah but, right but. <clears throat> but it's a striving and it strikes me that and i credit our mutual friend tony marchant with the basic reminder that oftentimes 
violence comes not because of, but in the context of scarcity and when and competition comes in scarcity, you know, um, <clears throat> when there's only enough food for one group that usually breeds competition rather than cooperation or collaboration or even co-creation. And, and so it strikes me that, you know, in this Ukraine, Russia war conflict, I, I don't pretend to know what it's about or, or, or why yeah. I, I imagine that there is some perception of scarcity around some need and however conscious and what would it take? You know, for me, I imagine if, if you can't solve this on your own, then the community needs to broaden and the community surrounding Russia and Ukraine have to broaden to try to transition from competition into collaboration. And it sounds absurd because we're so used to being okay with wars. <laughs> right. But if we're talking about the end to war, then we have to transform competition into the next iteration, which, you know, to me means like, what are the needs and how do we support each other in mutual aid rather than in competition, you know? And we have examples of this in our, in our ecology. There are, there are loads of species that could be seen as competitors that actually cooperate in mutual aid, even predators and, and non-predators. So, you know, it's out there. The blueprint is out there. Mm -hmm. And I, I really resonate. And you wrote about this a little bit in your Substack article that, we have to attend to the war within ourselves. Yeah. This is, this is, you know, the, the pattern that I'm most discouraged by is the human inclination to criticize, villainize, you know, blame one, one party, you know, and yeah. instead of looking at this whole system and saying like, how am I contributing to this system of righteousness that, ends up in wars, you know, the system of self-hate, the system of scarcity and fear. <clears throat> that feels like a really important place to start within myself. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like I, I want to, you know, I don't know if that's a human, I don't know if that's a human thing. It for sure is a current iteration of our cultural or our worldly understanding. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't feel ready to, you know, claim that as human in some way, right. Maybe other iterations or other, you know, other ways that we could be, I, I know there are, <clears throat> um, if we can, if we allow ourselves to imagine into there, but we're certainly caught in this paradigm of wanting to fight and, um, needing an enemy and, somehow wanting to identify with, um, you know, being on this, being on the good side or being on the right side. And I think you can look at our movies and our, you know, all the Marvel movies and all the, you know, big popular, you know, expressions of things that are, that are about, you know, Oh, well, if you're on the good side, you can do just about anything, you know, create a huge amount of destruction in the name of good, in the name of defeating, you know, evil. Um, 
and it just seems like a paradigm that is really not not you know not very productive and certainly not going to get and from my perspective where you know us where we want to go right <clears throat> right we may be in a in a position in our earthly biology and social ecology that we very much need to outgrow that very quickly <laughs> yeah like really really quickly yeah 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 i, I really appreciate yeah, yeah me too and i'm and i remember when the marvel movies came out you know the big end game or I, I don't know them that well i'm not that you know I, I sort of watch them and um you know i'm entertained by them to some extent but also sit and just some like aware of like how many people are caught in that and and to just name it like I think the Marvel cinematic universe is fucking brilliant. Like yeah. just the, the, the brilliance of what they've created there is like, I love the creativity and, and the genius in that. And yet I'm just like, wow. Like, so when the first came out there, like half the people in the United States are going to see that this weekend. And I was just like, Oh my God, that is inc- like the impact that that has yeah. on our psyche. It's a lot of conditioning. And, is yeah multi-sensory you know yeah. impact yeah <clears throat> you know good if you're on the side of good it justifies all yeah yep and the problem with wars is that both if both parties believe they are right then course, it do. just it justifies everything and they and they do for various reasons in different frameworks depending on how they're framing good or right or whatever <clears throat> and and yeah so i love the idea i feel like that the idea of coming back to myself and saying and once again the myth of separateness i am not separate from this yep i i have the same the same mechanisms the same conditioning mm-hmm. and and it is up to me to address that first within myself and maybe that's how it happens maybe this is the consciousness shifting that you know if we go around not if we go around operating in a different field than these than these prior conditionings have led us to um that feels exciting to me that feels exciting to me too because it feels like it feels like i mean i can i can pretty easily go to the place and and like you know, where I can go, okay, so where is the energy in me that wants to fight? Where's the energy in me that is judgmental? Where's the energy of me that's unconscious that is taking, you know, that is trying to say I'm right. And, and, you know, cause I really, you know, like what I'm aware of is like whatever energy that is in me, it's the same as it's in Vladimir Putin is the same as in, you know, all the leaders and all the despots and all the, whatever you want to call them. You know, that like, okay, so if I can heal that and understand and work to, you know, feel that in me, I am anchoring that healing in the world. Like then that energy is present in this world because it's in me at least. Nice. Right. And so like you're pulling, you're helping pull it out of the shadow. Right. And I just imagine it like, I imagine like the energy, like floating around, like it's like flying through space or it's in the ground or it's in the earth or it's in the, you know, it's somewhere. And, in, and it's like looking for a conduit in, like it wants to be present. It wants to be, it wants to like have Whoa. a conduit. Like I imagine a conductor of an orchestra, like, like, you know, the, the, the wand or the thing, I can't figure it out. I don't know what the thing is called, you know, 
goes up in the air and I can just imagine like a, a, a like the energy coming through that and in and in through the orchestra into the world. And before that moment, it, it was just a, it was just an imagining and now it's actually present. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel my, yeah. yeah, I can feel, I can feel my, my body come alive to that. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I anchor it and then, you know, and you invite me into it. So now we're doing it. And then I think, you know, and then we just keep inviting others into that expression and that, and, and just really the, the effort of it, you know, and I just imagine like, okay, so, you know, Putin has like, or whoever, you know, you know, has a bigger stage right. than, than I, but it's the same process. Right. Yeah. And I've, I've felt this with lots of different characters. I mean, my brain is just conditioned. I was conditioned to villainize Trump. I'm conditioned to villainize Fauci. I'm conditioned to villainize, you know, Kate Brown and Gavin Newsom. And, and I don't want to, because that to, that makes me separate from them. And that disowns that piece that you're talking about from being able to be present in me. I just had this, I just had this image of, of instead of, you know, instead of all these peace meditations what if we what if collectively as a global species we sat with our own energy for domination and Mm. and conquest and victimhood and suffering and we brought that into our hearts so that it could be as you say present rather than possibly unconscious because a lot of this i'm sure is unconscious and that's what people respond to when, when, when we see these, these, you know, abuse of power, in all different forms, we, we just get so activated because it's like, how could you, it's unconscionable when, and it, and maybe it is, maybe people like Fauci and Putin and Trump and Biden and the Obama the, and Obama, oh. but, and, but even like, I'm trying to link it back to the everyday world, the car, the car salesman that, that needs needs to lie about this car so that he he hits his sales marks that he can feed his family and you know the way that it comes through all of us this this just like compromise of power Mm -hmm. instead of just boxing these people into reductionist personality roles like that person's a bad person what if we all felt the the complexity of our own craving well, I've had the feeling of like in asking and, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't follow the news and I don't know, I don't know all the stories and all the, you know, <clears throat> but, but I, I just, am like, this is, it seems to me, this is so egregious, not more egregious than us, you know, than the United States attacking Iraq or Afghanistan or, you know, like there's been lots of egregious actions in the world over time. Um, you know, but this is the latest one and it seems particularly poignant in some way. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like, what is, and it seems to me like it's, it's, it's an opportunity, you know, that Putin is playing some role, just like Trump did, just like, you know, to, to presence this energy for us Mm -hmm. where it's just like, this is so outrageous that it it forces us to confront that. Right. Confront of ourselves and so like he like like that is that and that's the opportunity is just like 
you can't believe that this is happening. And I go to the place where I'm like, my fucking iPhone is full of minerals and shit and 5G. Yeah. And, you know, I don't even know what's in there. All of it I know is that there's a raping, if you will, of the natural world in order for me to have that phone. Yeah. And it is mostly unconscious on my part. Like I'm aware of it, but I just justify it. It's like, well, that's just, you know, what I need for my work or whatever it is. But if you were sitting in the place of the natural world and you were saying like, God, this is, I, I can't even believe that this is happening. Yeah. The amount of destruction, the amount of unconsciousness, the amount of pain, the amount of impact, the amount of destruction that is happening here un- unconsciously, yeah. out of awareness, is so egregious that it is not possibly a species who is interested in connection. So what if we what if we ended this with a little um, you want to lead us in a one minute meditation that if people are watching mm-hmm. this, they could join into and, and join a little bit of consciousness around their own power? Yeah, certainly. And what I would invite is please jump in and, and, and add to it because um, you had you know that beautiful prayer that 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 came through you, which was to say, you know, let's direct and let us offer these moments, this awareness, this depth of care and all of the energy that gets stirred by this awareness that all of whatever it is that is getting stirred up one is like so deeply welcome and thank you and thank you know for each of us to feel that deeply that it shows an incredible level of care and awareness and may we each be willing to and able and desire to go into those places in our own journey, in our own spaces, and work to bring awareness, to shine light. I like the idea of feeling that beautiful light of the springtime when the sun shines through and you feel the warmth on your face and you feel the warmth and the radiance of energy in your body. That if we can attune to that, which may be exactly the same as when you take a step outside into the beautiful rain and can feel the amazing, generative, healthy, incredible feeling of water falling from the sky. And what a miracle all of those expressions are. And that that energy that is being offered, that we may walk and we may exist in this moment with the light with the moisture, with the water, and bring that into each expression inside of ourselves, that we treat ourselves with peace and grace, that we turn those voices that can be critical into love and acknowledgement and care. And of course, the interactions with our people and the interactions with the beautiful world of nature, of energy, And in so doing, may we each be a conduit, a beautiful conduit and an opening for all of the powerful, connective energy that wants to live through you and me, that wants to be in this world, that is looking for a way in, 
that is looking for a presence. And so it is. So it is. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your caring. My heart and my being feel so happy and excited inside that idea that conflict can be connected. I am so hopeful you have a similar experience and that you join in helping become a beacon for the energies in the cosmos that want to offer this new way forward. What incredibly potent work. Makes me feel like it takes us right to that uncomfortable edge of the beautiful mystery where we can stand and expect miracles and create miracles. So finding our way beyond where we live outside right and wrong, right and left, and in the juiciness of learning and connection, yeah, yes, 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 yes. So again, thank you for listening, and until next time, be well, be courageous, and most of all, be you.